Hey guys, welcome to my channel. My name is Dr. Tom LaHue and I want to welcome you. We're going to talk about type fours today and we're going to be looking at a book by Beatrice Chestnut, The Enneagram Guide to Waking Up. We're going to be looking at just a little paragraph where she talks about fours sometimes have a hard time believing in their own sense of worthiness um, or believing maybe too strongly in their own sense of unworthiness. And before we get started, I just want to remind you in the description below is a link to my website, TomLahue.com, where you can book coaching appointments, Enneagram coaching appointments, relationship uh, appointments, whatever I can do to help you. I'd love to, to meet with you and, and talk with you. And uh, you can book um, uh, those on my website. Also, um, on the website are um, uh, information about the certificate classes that I offer. So if you're interested in, in learning more about the Enneagram and using it at, in your own coaching practice or as a, as a counselor or therapist or teacher or whatever, wherever you find yourself in the world, uh, I'd love to come alongside you or pastor and, and help you uh, learn to apply the Enneagram in, in practical ways to help people. And also um, there is an event page there where you can book me to come and speak to your team, to your staff. Um, I can do that uh, live and in person or through Zoom um, or whatever. With any way I can help. All right, so let's let's jump into this little paragraph here and I just want to to, to interact with what she says. Uh, she says that you may judge yourself uh, by either being um, feeling like lacking or superior. And of course, you know, this comparing ourselves, we've talked about this on other videos, but comparing ourselves, we tend to either end up, you know, above others or beneath others. Very rarely do we ever look over to somebody next to us and compare ourselves and come out even. Often in our own minds, you know, we come out deficient in some way or, or as better than them. And you know, one of the names for the four, the four wing three is the aristocrat. And how could you be an aristocrat if you're not uh, comparing yourself with other people, rising above them in some way? Or the four wing five, the bohemian, which marches to the beat of their own drum or does things in their own eccentric way. Again, how would we know that you were a bohemian unless we had um, normal to compare you to or average to compare you to? So fours tend to have a very comparing mind. And just notice how often do you look around at your environment around you to compare how you're measuring up or how you're being um, validated or how you're being understood compared to other people? Are people giving you the recognition that you feel that you deserve? Are people giving you the understanding that you feel that you deserve? Often when we compare ourselves with people, we tend to, we tend to see ourselves as better than them or deficient in some way. And I think what she's getting at is fours tend to feel this sense of deficiency. And you know, envy will make you feel like this, like everybody else, life works for them, relations work for them. Uh, they don't mind doing these uh, mundane jobs and, and living these mundane lives, but I could never, I could never be okay with that. And um, you know, relationships just don't work for me. My childhood just didn't work for me. My, uh, and so that sense of like, of something is flawed or something is wrong or something is not living up to the ideal standard. So notice if you tend to like end up feeling like you're lacking in some way or like you're better off or superior in some way. But believe deeper that you are deficient in some fundamental way. 
Now, I'm not sure that I fully understand this, and it may be interesting for you to just kind of like rewind and think about this and do a little introspective work, which I know fours are much better at than perhaps myself a seven, but how do you feel deficient? Do you feel deficient? Do you feel like you're deficient in some way? Like something about you doesn't um, doesn't add up to a to a whole number? Is there something about your life, or something about the way you grew up, or something about the way you interact in relationships that you tend to look at yourself and feel like it's just not? I just don't have all the advantages that other people have. Like um, because. I mean, you may not even be aware of this, but like my thinking as a seven is I think if I wanted to achieve something, I probably could. I probably could if I wanted to dedicate my time and energy and work at that. I have every advantage that other people have, and I know I'm saying that as a white male in America, but but I know that that has has got to play into this, but I tend to look at other people and I might realize, well, they're more successful or they have a better paying job or they have a... Uh, a more stellar education. But my first instinct is to look at that and think, yeah, I could have done that. I could have done that. I could, I could if I disciplined myself, if I tried hard enough and I applied myself enough, I could easily, you know, get to that level of proficiency or I could, I could get to that if I wanted that, if I wanted that kind of money, if I wanted that kind of, um, kind of position, if I disciplined myself, worked hard enough, then I could probably get there. And I don't feel like I'm deficient in any way. I don't feel like it says anything about me. Their success, I don't feel in any way says says anything about me. I think it's just, you know, irrespective of me, like they're them and I'm me and there's, there's clear lines between us and their success doesn't mean anything about me. Does it mean something to you when you see other people getting along, when you see other people's relationships working, when you see other people being rewarded or other people being praised or other people being acknowledged or other people? Do you compare yourself with that and then look back at yourself and say, huh, Well, how come I'm not? Huh, how come I didn't get? Huh, how are other people perceiving me? Does it immediately come back to you? Does it take time for that process to happen? I'm just curious, because I don't, I'd I'd really like to know. I'd really like to know what that, what that, what that is like if, if, if that is the way it happens. Okay, so she says um, that you, you tend to look at yourself as deficient in some way. You know, you tend to, one of the names for the four is the healer. And so they tend to go into brokenness and then help people see the beauty in it or help people, you know, move toward the beautiful, even in the brokenness. But then I notice with fours like on themselves, they tend to not see the beauty. When you turn it, the camera back on yourself, you tend to only see the brokenness. Like you see the flaws, you see the failures, you see the the inherent, you know, weaknesses or difficulties or hardships or tragedies or whatever you want to call it but you tend to look back at yourself with a very judgmental view so you may continually make comparisons to confirm your sense of your own inadequacy um like i'm not being treated fairly i'm not being understood i'm not being appreciated i'm not being validated um or i don't have the advantages that other people have other people have more adequacy and I don't. It's inequitable, you know, and so I think the remedy for the fours was equanimity. I think, is that the right word? Equanimity. It's like everything is as it should be. Notice, like, is that how you feel? Do you look around the world around you and say everything is as it should be? 
or is your natural tendency to think everything is not as it should be and I'm not really being treated fairly or or given the advantages that other people have I'm given a long list of disadvantages I think it's just interesting to like just verify is she is she correct or is she incorrect I don't know you tell me all right so um Make comparisons to confirm their sense of inadequacy. Check to see if you tend to convince yourself that you lack some needed qualities. Like, you know, other people have things that you don't have. You know, they have the family that works or they have that long, long, beautiful legs. And I got stuck with these short, squatty legs, you know. Um, other people have this, you know, wonderful opportunities of education. And I had to you know, work the night shift to get myself through night school. Um, or other people, they had, you know, whatever. Okay, interesting. So, lack some needed qualities that would make you whole, worthy, or lovable. So, if you're not whole, then what are you? Are you half? Are you a quarter of a person? Are you three quarters of a person? I'm not whole, I'm broken. I'm broken, can you see the beauty in the brokenness? Um, so, I'm not whole, I'm not worthy, I'm unworthy. Uh, there's that sense of shame that just being a normal person, just being like everybody else, I can't show up in that way. That would that would that would be uh, um, you know that wouldn't give me any value. I would be just like everybody else. I would be replaceable. I'd be expendable. I would be. Uh, you could pull me out and put another person in in that same position, and I wouldn't be missed. And so there's that sense of shame of being like everybody else. I have to stand out in some way and be unique, special, or different. Oh, I wouldn't be lovable. I wouldn't be lovable. How how does it affect your relationships if you don't believe that you are lovable as you are? Um, I mean, it's going to affect. I'd be interested in knowing how do you think it affects your relationships when you when you don't believe of yourself that as you are, you are fully complete and lovable. Um, interesting. Okay, so if you tend to assume that you are not good enough. Is that natural to you, or is, is is that something you're aware of, or or are you not aware of that? Like you tend to assume of yourself, like you're not good enough, you don't measure up, you're not fully put together, you're lacking some key pieces or key ingredients, and so I always say like it seems like fours are trying to win a card game with 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 a bad hand. Like I was dealt this hand, it's not a winning hand, and somehow I'm supposed to stay in the game. I'm supposed to try to endure and persevere, even though I was dealt a hand that that is impossible to win with. And is that true? Is that true, or is that the story you're telling yourself? Um, were you really dealt a a bad hand? Um, or were you dealt a hand similar to other people's, but you tend to focus on, you tend to highlight the parts of the story that, that are, you know, are most difficult or most, most tragic. And I'm not saying you didn't have a difficult time because Lord knows that there is a lot of suffering out there, a lot of broken families, a lot of, uh, abuse and oppression out in this world. And I'm not in any way trying to minimize that, which remember that is part of the keys of being a four is that feeling of being diminished or minimized as you're telling your story and as you're telling the tragedy of what happened to you and, and how deficient you feel or how uh, incomplete or broken you feel. And when somebody quickly just turns that around and says, well, I think you're focusing on the wrong part here. I think, 
Or, you know what your problem is, is you're sabotaging your, yourself. You're sabotaging your own relationships. There is immediately that feeling of being diminished or minimized that, oh, my problems are so easy. They're so simple to solve. You know, Tom can solve them in five seconds. Uh, there is that natural sense of feeling diminished or minimized by other people. But I want you to do some, you know, introspective work. I want you to look inward and say, do I do this? Is it, is, do I really, uh, am I really insufficient or am I just a four feeling the stuff that these chapters say fours feel? And that is a powerful thought. That is a powerful thought. I mean, if you're doing everything that is mentioned in a book like this, let me go back through and, and just hit those highlights again. If you are devaluing the present, if your tendency is to compare yourself with others, if, it, if you are living mostly in your inner world, if you're assuming your emotions define you and you're believing in your own unworthiness, is there really a problem or are you a four that is experiencing the stuff that fours experience? If that's all this is, then maybe you could learn to, I always come back to this, learn to a little bit laugh at yourself and say, oh my goodness, I'm a four and I'm doing the things fours do. I'm running the script. And as long as you're running the script, it's kind of like being in that zombie state. So what would it look like to wake up? What would it look like to wake up and say, you know, maybe everything is as it should be. Maybe I'm fine the way I am. Maybe I am 100% lovable as I am. Maybe I am complete and not deficient. Do those statements feel kind of like they don't fit you? Do they feel kind of ooey or sticky or, uh, you know, a little gummy or tacky? Does that feel awful? Like, I can't say that out loud. I'm fine the way I am. Everything is okay the way it is. I live in the present moment. I love my life. I have so much joy in my life. I feel complete and whole. I feel understood and at peace with the world and with others around me. Does that feel like impossible to say or does it feel difficult to say. And if it feels difficult to say, is it because there's actually something wrong or is it your perspective on the world as a four is guiding the way you think? So interesting, so fascinating. And then how different would your life be if, uh, if your perspective could adjust a little bit? So notice that if you allow your thoughts and feelings to reinforce the belief, and she kind of puts parentheses around it, the false belief um, that, you know, I am not good enough, I don't measure up, everything is against me, um, and ask yourself, how does this stop you from owning who you really are? Or one of the things I might say as we close this video out is sometimes fours uh, can be so tied to the identity that they have created for themselves that they're not actually being true to themselves. And that is an interesting thought. I'm sure that that will provoke you to think a little more. Um, am I true to my identity that I've created or am I true to myself? Because isn't your goal after all to be true to yourself? Fascinating stuff. Uh, I love you guys. I love you type fours. You can take me to the deep end of the pool very quickly and I appreciate that about you. And you help sevens like me slow down and help us to feel our feelings and threes to help threes feel their feelings and fives to help fives feel their feelings. And I appreciate that. And if I was going through a difficult time or a difficult problem, you're exactly the kind of people that I would reach out to for help, to help me process this in a non-judgmental way. And I appreciate that about you. All right, guys, I'll see you next time. Take care. And as always, be present to life.